Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ben and Chris Hot Football. I am Chris. And I am Ben. We're here to bring you our opinions on the news, notes, and happenings from around the NFL. And you want to know some news, Ben? What's that? I am terrible at Banker Tank. You are a fact I am terrible. I am, if it was like, if that was dependent on my position of being able to be on this podcast, I would have been gone a long time ago. Yeah, I probably would have replaced you with somebody else. Yeah. Well, you weren't like a gem this week either, so I don't know. No, I wasn't bad. What were you? I was uh, two and one and one and two. Okay, so you were five hundred. Yeah, I was five hundred this week. So you were you were like the NFC East of Banker Tank, correct? And I'm 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 the bottom of the barrel in the AFC, so I'm not right. I'm not you know I'm not throwing stones there, but you know. Speaking of which, well, obviously we you you sucked and I had an average week, but neither of us were first. No, and it came I hope down, not with those records. <laughs> it came down to Monday night. Uh, came down to one man, Michael Thomas. And John W. bet against him. Mm. And what happened? Same thing that happened last week when I bet against him. Lost. He, he lost, yeah. <laughs> so I want to congratulate John C. for his 4-2 and two record. Nice, very Went nice. 2-1 and nice. one and 2-1, and one, which is pretty good. Uh, he banked on... Better than 1-5. <laughs> he banked on Mayfield and Carson. And he tanked on... Sutton, and I think it was Dak. Uh, even though Dak had an okay game, uh, it wasn't – he didn't hit, meet his projections. So, good job, John. Um, your post will be up um, sometime around 11 o'clock tomorrow. So, congratulations. Feel free to boast and gloat and rub it in. Uh, oh, see, here's the thing, Chris. You don't have to tell him that. He's going to do it anyway. Good, good. Um, hey, the guy won. Winners get the winners I, get the I, talk. Winners absolutely you know. post. Um, it'll be up on Twitter and IG uh, at the same time, uh, and we're gonna do it again this week. Absolutely. Um, but we have one one change. If you would like to inform everyone of that change, yeah, it was brought to our attention that uh, since we record Thursday night, right, and we don't put the post up till Friday. The Thursday game is not really an option. Well, it's not an option for everybody besides Ben and myself. So we've decided that from this point forward, he and I will not choose anybody from the Thursday game. That way we're all on the same level playing field. Right. We don't get to take all players from an extra game. (laughs) Not that it's helping us any. No, it's not. But just so it's, you know, it's on an even playing field. And, uh, you know, we said we would address the situation, and we we figured that out right away. We don't want to... uh, Right. I think it's fair. Yeah. I'd like to thank uh, um, John W. and also Liz, Liz from our league, um, for joining in this week. And I'm hoping that uh, this next week we have people from the first time we did it and the second time we did it kind of come together. Yeah. And everyone just jumps in, and we can really have a good debate on uh, who's going to win, and we might might have to come up with some tiebreakers. And I might. Not go one and five. So I mean, maybe, that's maybe zero and six. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping at this point two and four is an improvement. That that would be. I mean, we the also Dolphins have, have more wins than me. <laughs> we also have a little bit of a, a playoff announcement. So because I don't, I, don't, I think we've agreed a banker tank in this iteration of it doesn't seem to really work for the playoffs. Yeah, it doesn't work in the postseason. Yeah. So we're formulating something for the playoffs. Um, if anyone has a suggestion, please, by all means, throw us your opinion. Uh, but we kind of have an idea. 
and we have kind of a special award for the winner of the uh, if because we'll uh, put everything together for the entire playoffs and a little bit of award. Well, what's that uh, award, Chris? That award will be you'll be able to come on and brag on the podcast with Ben and myself. Yeah. And uh, record an episode with us or uh, just a segment. Whatever you want, you're welcome to do the whole show or a segment, your call, whatever you're comfortable with. And it doesn't – I, I want to make sure we're, we open it up so it doesn't have to be the following episode. No, no, no. So whatever it doesn't have to is. be yeah. the first episode in February. If you're a person that likes the, to, to discuss free agency, you can jump in on our pre-free agency one. You want to jump in on the draft or the combines? Jump in on that. If you want to just come in 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 July or August or September, and you want to get in on that, by all means, whoever wins, you'll set it up with uh, me and Chris, and we'll knock down a time to for you to jump on. And uh, Ben and I will have more details in the coming weeks. Right. We're we're still working on it right now. Essentially, what it'll be is almost kind of like a pick 'em. Where you'll, you'll get points for picking the correct teams, um, for picking, you know, who has the most touchdown passes, who has the most rushing yards, who has the most, and those aren't you know definite categories, but those are things we're working on. We want to have about eight or ten categories, right? Where you can kind of guess and have some fun with oh, this person will do this, this person will do that, and then you will get points. There's no money involved or anything. This isn't gambling, right? No, no, no. anything of that fashion. Just you know some some. Like Banker Tank, some good-natured trash talk. And uh, if you win, you can come on and boast, especially if you you know, beat Ben and myself, which right. the performances I've been putting on, are, that's not difficult. <laughs> but hopefully I'm, uh, I'm going to get a little better. Right. And it's, it's all about having fun. So yeah, exactly. join the fun. Um, tell some people that uh, might want to join in. Join the fun. See what happens. Uh, if you happen not to live in... In the state of Massachusetts, we can make some con- concessions. Um, but you'd also plan a trip up here because... Uh, well, there uh, is Skype and things like that, too. Right. We, so. There's many options you want to do. Um, but that'll be on the table for the playoffs. And then... Uh, playoffs? Yeah, I'm talking about playoffs. All right. All right. Um, but I'm, we're going to talk about someone who's not going to be in the playoffs, unfortunately. Yeah. This is really disheartening. And and it looked like he, he had gotten past that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're talking about, of course, Josh Gordon, the former Browns, Patriots, and current Moana roster, at least Seahawks receiver, right. who was suspended yet again yesterday for violating the NFL substance abuse policy. This kid just can't get his stuff together, man. Uh, and it doesn't say what... He's getting suspended for it. It just says some sort of substance, but it's his fifth one. A uh, sixth. Of six. The sixth one since 2013. Okay, because ESPN's reporting it's the fifth. But uh, it's ESPN. Well, yeah, they're not always accurate. No. But um, it's it's sad. It is. You if if we were in a different time period where maybe. Two, three years, because I think we're getting there. Two, three years down the road, where uh, marijuana won't be illegal, and it won't be one of those things that they're going to be uh, testing for. Because 
a lot of states are now really right. getting on board with having marijuana as a legal substance. And I think it, it, it helps a lot of these players. I mean, Calvin Johnson came out and said he smoked weed a lot, and it helped him mm-hmm. get through yeah. the pain. A lot of the pain is, uh, would t- helped him from having to rely on prescription medication. Right, which some of it can be dangerous. Right, can be, yeah, but if not used properly, yes. Um, this is just – it's unfortunate, man. It is, it is. Because this is a, a game where there's – I mean, a lot of guys get a bad rap on a personal level. I think the majority of the guys who play are good guys. Josh Gordon seems like one of those guys. Yeah, seems like a really good kid. And I, I'm not, I'm not trying to paint him as a victim or, or woe is him. Like he did this, he chose, he chose to put these substances in his body. He's admitted he had a problem. He's worked his way through it and come back and then failed again. I also don't mean to sound judgmental on him because I've known people who've had addiction issues. And they're great people who just can't get by that one thing in their life. Right. And we, we like we said, we don't know what the substance was. You can, we're not going to sit here and speculate. Uh, you can go online, Google Josh Gordon. You'll be able to see anything he has failed for and admitted to using in the past. We don't need to get into that here. I hope this kid never comes back to football. I think it's I think it's at that point. And that's I don't I don't mean that in an ugly way. He he clearly there's clearly just too much going on and he's said this before. There's too much of an opportunity for him to be enabled. And clearly there's just always temptation somewhere. Now it doesn't mean obviously even if he's not in football he can still find it. People have addiction with everyday jobs. Yeah. But Man, he's just got to do. He's got to do something to change it up because he's in a cycle right now. It doesn't lead to him having a very positive, fulfilling life. If you take football out of it, there's if like if Roger Goodell just literally takes football out of it, what's what what does he have to look forward to? Would be the question. I answer that. There's a there's a I had a thought because I know him and Tom had a good relation. And Tom took him under his wing, trying to help him. Maybe Tom can do something for him at TB12. Yeah. Maybe help him get healthy, and then he'd be like a spokesman for it. Or something something that he can strive for, that uh, Tom can say, okay, Josh, you're going to get healthy. And after you get healthy, this is what we're going to have you do. And he's going to work with him and Guerrero and they're going to make him a part of TB12 so that it could be sort of like a success story uh, because I don't know what he's going to do after if, – if, if, if Goodell takes football away from him, I don't know what he's going to do. The only problem is with that, and that, that's a good idea because you know there is a structure there in that, in that program. Right. And there's enough resources there for him to be able to – get the help he needed but is that affiliated with the league well that's the so, so, if so that's the problem it. yeah that's the problem is with the seahawks owning his rights tb12 is on patriot property they rent from robert Kraft. so yes and they're you know ipso facto a lot of red they're tape kind there, of yeah. they're kind of it's it's a little too close i think 
with with Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick. Tom, oh, well, Bill Belichick wouldn't be involved, but Pete Carroll, Robert Kraft, Tom Brady. I think they would come together and say we want to, we want what's best for this kid. It might help him, but yeah, it's not a great look. Now, if he if they decide, if Roger Goodell decides, hey, Pete. I ain't, I, I ain't bringing him back for like two years. Pete might just have to say, cut his losses at that point. And maybe now it sets it up. But I don't know what he's going to do. Well, there's two, I think there's too many leaks in the NFL for him to actually tell anybody besides you know himself knowing in his own head right. how long he's going to suspend him for. You have to figure it's at least a full year. Oh, yeah. I mean – it is. It's been a full year before. We thought he'd still be suspended now from last year when oh, he yeah. got suspended. It was, and for some reason, for some reason, he was able to come back and play this year. And then the Patriots inexplicably released him. Maybe they knew something. And of course, and here's the thing: that's not them being shady. If they didn't say anything, they can't say anything. Well, yeah, HIPAA they, violation. They, exactly. HIPAA. They can't. They can't reveal the results. They can be told he failed. But I don't necessarily know if that's it either because if they failed, they wouldn't let the Seahawks claim him and have him play. Right. I mean, but, all, I, all you can think of is he may have not failed a test, but they may have seen signs that they saw last year yes. when he walked away. But on the surface, it looked like it was just a straight up, we put him on IR because of his foot. We couldn't, we, we couldn't rely on him to be there, and we need to bring in, we need to have somebody else in. And then he wanted to be released because he didn't feel like putting him on IR for however many weeks it was going to be, but you couldn't pull him off because they weren't going to pull him off. No, and and I read reports, and again, these are just things I I read online trying to be prepared and more knowledgeable on the situation. When they released him, there were people within the organization, the Patriots organization, who said they didn't feel like they could trust him. Right. And that wasn't... That wasn't that he had failed anything because obviously he didn't or he wouldn't have been able to be claimed by the Seahawks. But clearly, like you just said, they saw signs of the past. And, I mean, last year when he failed, he was under – they had people, team representatives with him at all times. He made every effort, a concerted effort, to sneak away from those people to go and get a hold of some substance. And then he failed and was suspended for the rest of the season. It's I don't know what it's going to take for in, for this kid because he came back and said how great he felt to be clean right. and, and in it a was, positive situation. He, his, pre- his press conference at the beginning of the season were like a night and day from the one last year. Last year it was they have three questions in and out. Yep, simple, easy, get in, get out. Nope, that's it. This year it was you know more elaborate conversations with the media. He was more responsive. He he had a more insight in the the game plan, but then he just started to not be part of the game plan. If you noticed, and then all of a sudden he has his injury, yeah, which may have accelerated everything. And it could have, and honestly, it could have been the injury that that put everything else put put the whole thing into to could motion, have. and that, that stinks because they didn't put him on IR right away. But that could have been the the thing that started the wheel. Unfortunately, I just don't think we're going to see Josh Gordon again. I don't, yeah, I don't think we'll see him on the football field, and I agree. I, I just hope, and again, I'm, I'm not trying to paint him as 
the victim, the world is against Josh Gordon because there's been a lot of people who put a lot of effort into helping him. Yeah. I mean, the Patriots last year, without even knowing they were going to get him back, put him through every program they possibly could to try to help him. And it looked like it had worked. And then, unfortunately, he went right back to yeah. it. And I'm, ho- I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he finds a different path. Yeah. A productive path. Yeah. There's options. Um, there's many programs in the NFL. Not only I'm not just talking about like options, like like op, uh, options for him to get healthy. I'm talking. There's many avenues that the NFL has started to open up: uh, a coaching avenue, a front office avenue. You know, multiple. I don't know if you would want to put them there, but multiple avenues to get to the media. Um, not something I would probably recommend for Josh Gordon at this current moment, but. You've seen players who have had those issues, i.e. Michael Irving, have a stellar career. So, uh, he just needs to get healthy. At the end of the day, like I just said, I don't paint him as a victim, but I also don't paint him as a bad person either. No. Uh, he has a problem, and I really hope for his sake, at only 28 years of age, he's not an old guy. Hopefully he has a long, healthy life ahead of him, and I just hope, I wish him the best and hope... It works out for him, and he, whatever it is that makes him do these things, he can figure it out and get better. Because yeah. he does, he does he does really seem like a really good kid who wants to get better. But somebody somebody has to find a way to get through to him. Maybe maybe it's just getting away from football. Yeah, I mean I mean like on the field. Yeah, for sure. Maybe it's just getting away from that. Good. Hopefully, Cause, hopefully, cause, hopefully that'll do it. I, I mean, I have to think if, if uh, I'm looking at it. Rationally, that injury may have been what pushed him to what pushed him to start relapse or not. I don't say relapse. We don't know what it was, but I think that might again. He was a part of the. It was a decent part of the offense, and then he gets that injury on attack. It was on a tackle, on an interception, I believe. Yeah, or a fumble, and that's how it happened. And I, I, I hope it wasn't, but that. If that's what it was, it's like ugh, then then you gotta you, you gotta step away because it's it, what happens the next time it happens. Yeah. So. Well, unfortunately, he's shown what happens the next time is he just goes right back to whatever it is that he fails for. I wish him the best. Hopefully, you know, next time it may not be football, but hopefully next time we say something about him, we can report that he's doing better and and moved on to something else. So we're going to move on to something else now? Yeah, we're going to move on to something else okay. also. And I know you were paying attention last night. Unfortunately, man. I was. You were. I was not watching the game. You were not because I you could not bear to watch I the game. I couldn't do it. Because Drew Brees was going for a record last night. Yep. Record you did not want him to get So I'm, I'm gonna, last night. I am going to try my hardest to keep the fantasy football aspect out of it. And, and try to do this rationally as a person if I was a fan of that team. I'm going to try. Or how about just being an unbiased podcast host? I know, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna try. I want to I wanna jump into the the, the aspect of, of, of a Saints fan. I just hope you don't let the fact that my mother had Drew Brees and started him against you in the championship I'm trying game. To, I'm trying to stay away from that. And he and ended up beating you. Yeah, he did. And a bad beat, too. It was a bad beat. 
distract you from the fact that Drew Brees is one of the best quarterbacks ever. I mean, yeah, he is. I'm not going to deny that. I'm not going to deny it was a, a spectacular performance. He missed one pass. One pass. 29 for 30. That is ridiculous. We're not talking, you know, three for four or five for six where he missed one. He threw 30 passes and missed one. one. Now, that's on his receivers, too, for being what he need to be. But, my God, yep. This guy has proved time and time again. He could. He... So now he has the record. Yeah. He is. As a, he's a sniper. It's ridiculous. Do you have a problem with Sean Payton? As like a human being? No. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, no, not with not as a human being. Do you have a problem with what he did last night? Leaving him in for too long? Yes. Yeah. That I do. I, I feel like, again, I'm trying to separate myself from the fantasy football aspect. I feel like you're up 34 nothing. You need to pull him. You, you need to pull him out because you already lost him once this season. Yeah. You have Teddy B. You can play a full fourth quarter. That's not, that shouldn't be a problem. I'm not going to sit here. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say he should have been pulled in the third quarter because that's. No, there's no way that was That's happening. ridiculous. You knew you were getting three quarters from him. Uh, but start the fourth quarter, they had a drive to start the fourth quarter. He should have been out. He should have been on the bench. Prepping or, or resting, prepping for the next game, whatever. Not on the field, risking injury in a quarter that absolutely meant nothing on a Colts team that absolutely produced no sense of urgency. They got seven points. Yeah. Hey, you know what the Colts are probably going to do? They're going to probably put up a banner in their stadium saying that they're the team that let Drew Brees break the record against them. I would, I would agree with that. They, they seem to have a history of putting up ridiculous banners. They can put it up right next to the other one. What was the other one? Uh, like one and zero or something they did last year. Uh, it was I think it was two years ago? They put up a a, a flag that they were the yeah one and zero or some something ridiculous, which is what the Colts do. The equivalent of a participation trophy, which is what Jim Mercer does. He likes to do that. You know, if he wins a, a, a playoff game, he'll put up a little flag. We won a playoff game. Ooh, congratulations, Jim. I just think Sean has to have a sense of what – a sense for his team. You need to put the team first. And what the team needs is Drew Brees playing. And the thing is, Teddy Bridgewater did great in Drew Brees' absence earlier in the season. Those weren't playoff games. Right. And I don't care what anybody says. Playoff games are different. Oh, yeah. Playoff games are much different because it's win or go home. That's it. One game. Loser loser leaves town. Nothing else matters except that one game. And you, you already know the playoffs, there's a slim margin of victory because of what happened last year. All right? You're, you may not be in that position to get to that point if you've screwed up and wanted to keep Drew in because you wanted to make sure he has the record. He he is now two ahead of uh, one ahead of Peyton and he's three ahead of Tom. Peyton's not catching him. No, Peyton, Peyton <laughs> not catching him. Tom could. I yeah. mean, I I'm not saying he will. He could though because there's he's still playing. Sure. And he's confident he's going to play for another two years. Well, if you ask Brady, he's playing to his 55. So. Well, well, sometimes I think Brady is, whoo. Well. Um, 
It's all that hydration. And pliability. Pliability, whatever, that, whatever that means. I have no idea. But I, I just think it's it's unconscionable to think – because they're the three seed right now, I believe. I think they're the three seed because yes. Seattle, Seattle jumped. Seattle, Seattle, Seattle and Green Bay are one and two. Right. Seattle jumped San Francisco because San Francisco lose, lost. And New Orleans has a three seed. So now you're looking at a wild card game against Minnesota – or potentially San Francisco. Do you really want to make sure you want to make sure you have Drew? I I can completely understand them saying keep him in for three quarters. Right, no problem. I have no problem with them throwing the ball, doing whatever, scoring points. If you want them, if you want them to stop scoring, you're the defense. Make them, you know, stop them. It would have been nice if the Colts stopped it once. Yeah, just, but say, I mean, just saying. One yeah, time, I, I get that, but for, uh, trust me, I. I, I I feel your pain. I've been there before, but like, I, I to your point, I just I don't understand how it goes way past a I'm gonna you know respect for this player, and and they want to keep playing. We're gonna let them keep playing. Like, you can't just assume if Drew Brees gets hurt, Teddy Bridgewater will do what he did earlier in the year. Absolutely. There's no guarantee. You're running through you're running through the NFC. Right. So you can't guarantee if you can't claim one of those two top seeds you get to buy. Teddy Bridgewater going into Lambeau in January? Oof. Good luck. Teddy Bridgewater going into San Fran. Now that's not like a, a historic stadium like Lambeau. But going against that defense with that crowd, as loud as it's going to be, a road playoff game, good luck with that. Drew Brees under the helm? I, 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 I'd I be confident if I were them. Wouldn't they have the tiebreaker over San Fran? It wouldn't matter if San Fran's the number one seed. True. Good point. As we know from whoever's going to have to go play Dallas or Philadelphia when they win the division – it will be a team with a significantly better record. Oh, yeah, it will be. It will more than likely be Seattle or San Fran, depending on who wins the division. And they will probably destroy Dallas and Dallas, but that's a different story. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I, I you know, hats off. This is actually more – I mean, we, we mentioned Breeze breaking the record. This is more of a commentary on what we would have done in that situation. Yeah, because I think I think – we can talk about it later. Um, yeah, maybe maybe next week when or after next week when Tom's done playing and or Tom playing for the season, Drew's done playing for the season. We'll see where they're at at that point, and then we can have that discussion of okay, what happens next year when if if Drew's back or if Tom's back. Like then we can have that conversation because we honestly don't know their future. I mean, they could both play next year, but we don't know for one hundred percent sure. I'd say if you're a fan of the game, though. What what an age for quarterbacks! Oh, absolutely. We're getting to watch you know Brady and Breeze and you know the 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 twilight of their careers. Mm-hmm. You know, just it's seemingly every week breaking another record. You have Aaron Rodgers, who, I mean, I've never quite thought was at the, their level. I know everybody thinks he's the greatest thing that's ever existed. Yeah, they do. And he's very good. I'm not trying to say he's not good. He's just a, li- a little he's bit. He's just not there. A little bit below. It's like, you know, like 
when you have cereal and you have a name brand and you know it's a name brand, right? And then your parents like can't afford the real like the name brand, so they they get the generic one and they put it in the same box. I mean, it's it's close. Like, it, it, yeah, but something it, it, it should be exactly the same, but it's a little bit off. That's kind of like Rogers compared to those two guys. Like my opinion, Tutti Fruities are really close to to. to yeah, they're not bad, Loops, but not quite. But you're not going to start your franchise with them over Fruit Loops. No, you're not. And 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 looking at the NFC playoffs, I mean, you got Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Jimmy G. Your fifth yeah, which one. Which one of those is the, not like the others? The fifth one, right, is Dak Prescott. Yeah. And the sixth one for all his, his all his issues, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So your sixth who is very capable, right? When he's on, your and then with Dalvin Cook's injury, that's a that's not looking great. But without him feeling back, that that changes that back right. too. Six, your top six quarterbacks. That's that's quarterbacking right there. That's what you want in the playoffs. I mean, obviously, the NFL would want. Carson Wentz in, but since their team sucks, then he's not going to be there. Why would um, the NFL want Carson Wentz in? Well, because he's young, he's up and coming, he's he's the next thing. So are four of the six guys you just named. I know. It's the league. The league would probably want Carson Wentz in there. No, um, the league wants good football. They don't want Carson Wentz in I, there. I would think they they. It's not my this time. This time, it's not my grudge against Carson Wentz that I'm talking about it. It's just I think they probably want him in there at least once in his first four seasons. Yeah. Because he still hasn't been – he hasn't officially made his playoff appearance yet. Didn't he last year? Oh, he was injured. Oh, that's right, yeah. I'm shocked he's not injured. Well, he actually is, but he's playing. For now. For now. But to to the point – to the back to the base point of, of Drew Brees – if you go, if you have to have Teddy Bridgewater as your starting quarterback, are you getting through any combination? By the way, from the three seed potentially, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, and then whoever you have to face in the Super Bowl if you get past them. And there you go. Are you are you making it through? Because you think you have this great team because you were one. P.I. call away from making it to the Super Bowl last year. Do you really want to risk it? Yeah, I mean, just you know, for me, I'll just I'll just end on this. Okay. I understand that having the respect for the player to let them make the call, but at the end of the day, Sean Payton is the coach for the New Orleans Saints, not the New Orleans Drew Breeses. Right. So he has to look at him and go, "We need you. We've won this game." We have two more that are going to matter right. before we even make it to the playoffs. We want that bye week. Now, it may not even matter because if Green Bay and, and San Fran or Seattle went out, I mean, New Orleans could win both and still end up with a three. But that's not to be decided on the chance by leaving him in in a 34 nothing game in the fourth quarter when the Colts have clearly given up. Right. And you're trying to get records and all this stuff. It doesn't make any sense. And I can respect Sean Payton having the respect for Drew Brees to let him make the call. But he had to do what was best for the team. 
There's no way Drew Brees should have stepped down on that field after the third quarter until that clock hit zero and he was going to shake the hands of the other team. Right. No way. And 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 I'll leave here. You have the Titans next week. Or this week, I'm sorry. That's a that's a good defense. In Tennessee. What if he does this again? That's a dangerous team to be to be yeah, pulling sure. that stunt. Cuz their defense is a lot more formidable. Mike Vrabel's not Yeah. He's a little edgy. I'll say that. Panthers, I don't take too seriously at the end of the season. They could probably win that game with Teddy B. And the Titans need to win. Titans need. Yeah. Because they need to win week 17. So they need these wins. So they're going to go all out. So you have to be very careful with Drew. You don't have Drew, you ain't winning. Now, if he gets hurt in the first quarter of a 0-0 game, then that's That's just what happens. But how how do you justify... If you lose your franchise quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks ever, in the fourth quarter of a blowout game because you wanted some stats, uh, or you wanted him to get some stats, you can't you can't do that. And 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 the Patriots play Saturday this week, right? Yes. So this will be telling if the Saints are scoreboard watching on, or well, I wouldn't. It would, probably wouldn't be scoreboard watching at point, that, that point, but I believe they play on Sunday. Tom Brady throws up, somehow, throws up four touchdowns on uh, Buffalo. And and they can't score. Yet they're still winning handily in the fourth quarter. And to, or, or Drew hasn't gotten a touchdown, passing touchdown. They're up 30, maybe they're up 30 nothing. And we see, if we see Drew in the game late in the fourth quarter because he wants to get him a touchdown, then we know what the narrative is. Is Sean wants to get Drew the record, and that's bad. And for everybody out there wondering, you know, as Patriots fans, we do the same thing when we see Brady out there in the fourth quarter. Oh my God! How many times in the '07 season should oh, have no. he been pulled? Since then, even since I mean, not oh, so yeah. much, not so much this season. These these games have been closer. But how many times in the past ten years? It, it, it's been a, a, a three to four score game with four minutes left in the fourth quarter, and the defense is getting penalties because they're getting so chippy, and Brady's still still in, and we're like, right. what are you doing? Well, they did it this year. They pulled they pulled Brady, they put in Stenham, and Stenham proceeded to throw a pick six. Well, And then Brady had to come yeah. back in. I was going to say, in fairness, they tried doing the right thing on that one, right. and then it got to the point where the Jets could have made a comeback, so they had to. But but previous years, yeah, there were many occasions where, where Bill would just say, well, we, we, we have to play 60 minutes. We can't carry backups for every position. No, Bill. That's true, but you can put your backup quarterback in so Tom doesn't get hit excessively. Put a backup linebacker under center and just have him take a knee. I don't care. Because Tom Tom needs rest at this point because you can see the difference between when Tom has a week off or doesn't play for a bit and when he's continuously going out there and playing and playing and playing. So yeah, they need they need that two seed. So because they're not it, catching Baltimore. It, it's they're not they're not getting that one seed. You you need to focus. Sean needs to focus on his team as a whole, not looking at because if Drew does what he should, he's going to play longer than Tom. That's just age wise. He's younger than Tom. He should he should play longer. Right. He will have the record. 
for however long, I don't know because the way the league's going, that record ain't going to last. But, Sean, you want to make up for last year? Be I don't know about that record not lasting. That's a different That's a different topic for another that's day. Yeah. We, can, we can suss that out on yeah. a later date, but... Um, Let's I move on. A, we've 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 beaten this one to death here. I have a I have a thought on a situation in Detroit. What's that? I'm intrigued on what the Ford family is doing. They're retaining both Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn for the 2020 season. Okay. I like the move. I do too. Because I'm always my stance is and and you can go back and listen to previous ones, uh, previous episodes. I think you need three years, at, at least. least. Yeah. If you get a five-year deal and you you only make it to three, well, that's on you. I don't like one one and dones, with the exception of, and we talked about this last week, I think. Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens. Got to go. If it's bad, if it's a bad toxic environment, you got to go. Adam Gase. Again, you prove what you can do in Miami, right? Which is nothing. You went to the Jets. You don't like your you don't you didn't want to sign the franchise running back. You don't like what's going on. You didn't like that Monday Night Football aired this. You didn't like that. You and the GM were trying to trade your prime safety that wants to play in New York. Got to go. Got to go. Even though Detroit had problems last year, and there were grumblings. Players didn't want to blah blah blah. He started cleaning people out. Now, obviously, this year they had the little issue with Matt Stafford. They right. didn't. They didn't identify his injury. They got fined. Okay, move on. They put him on IR. He's done for the season. You got this. This next year, and that's it. You you got to make moves. You got to do. You got to do something because they made it very clear in their statement. Improvement is needed. Improvement is needed, but at the same point. I mean, what week did Stafford go out? Six, seven, something like that, right? Something like that. That team was playing very well up until then. It was, yeah. And I know, you know, the record wasn't really indicative of of a dominant team, but they lost some close games. There was that horrendous game. I believe it was a, a Monday night game or a Thursday night game against Green Bay, where there was all these phantom defensive holding calls oh, or, or oh my god or hands of the face. On Trey Flowers. Uh, yeah, that, that just were not there, and everybody could see it. And that that did cost them the game, to an extent. I mean, there's there's more than one play in the game. but So, I mean, and then all of a sudden Matthew Stafford goes out, and oh, it's going to be a week or two. Oh, it's going to be six weeks. Oh, now it's the rest of the year. And then Carrion Johnson goes out, and you're not going to get the same kind of production out of Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones as with, you know, David Bloch, or whatever, however you pronounce his name, or the other backup before him, as you would with Matthew Stafford. You just won't. Right. Matthew Stafford, when healthy, is a very high-level quarterback. And with an offense around him, can be very dangerous. He, Patricia, I don't think he's going to do all that well next year. But I think he deserves a chance to prove it. Because, like you said, with injuries and just not being able to put the team you want to put on the field on the field, how can you really judge how he's doing? 
Right. It, 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 it's... The, the team, they're, they're constructing it the way they see it. But the quarterback is essential. Now, I've gone through. Stafford last played uh, against the Raiders. So at that point, they were 3-4-1. and one. Okay. And that, I'm sorry, that one tie at the beginning of the season against the Cardinals. Kinda, that was bad. bad. Kind of doesn't help you. They had, they had a big lead there and they blew it. Since Stafford has been out, 0-5. Yeah. 0-5. Bears, Cowboys, Redskins, Bears again, Vikings, and Buccaneers. So that's actually – I have to do better math. That's 0-6. Oh and, and, again, that one, they, if, if, if they play even halfway decent, they win that Cardinals game. So then they're 4-4. Four and four. Right. I mean, If it isn't for some of those phantom calls in Green Bay – they, they win that game because one of those was on fourth down. Right. Packers were done. Then they got that first down on that phantom hands-to-the-face call. They're 5-3. and three. And they they lost to the Bears 20-13. to 13. They lost to the Cowboys 35-27. The Redskins 19-16. to 16. And this is without their starting quarterback. And the Bears was on Thanksgiving 24-20. Yeah. to 20. And that's the le- And then the Vikings, they lost 20-7. to 7. This past weekend against the Buccaneers, blown out, thirty-eight to seventeen. Well, I think they're at the point now where they're just trying out people for next year. They're just seeing what works and what doesn't. They have the Broncos and the Packers. I mean, it's it's. It helps the rest of the season. It helps Patricia and Quinn to say, "Okay, we're back for twenty twenty. We need to see who's on board and who's not. Right. We need to see if Stafford is the answer still." Or do we need to find a stopgap? I think they did. Like you said, they're they're trying to get their team in place and they haven't, they haven't been able to yet because of injuries. But a lot of what like Brian Flores is doing in Miami. Right. But I think Flores was smart. He expedited the process. Oh, he he, he, oh, he, he, sat, he sat down coaches and players and said, this is what we want to do. Do you want to be here and be part of this? If not, we don't need you That's here. That's why Mika's in uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. He, did, he didn't like where it was going. But – Patri- or, uh, or, uh, Flores has a plan. It's year one of the plan. It's had its ups and its downs. And I got on board real quick, and I've been looking kind of foolish for the past four to five weeks. But he's building his base. And now next year he can bring in other players. Exactly. And there's going to be a couple of Patriots on that free agent list. And there's going to be a lot of high draft picks for that team as well. Yeah, exactly. You so want to this- bring... You want to bring in a Kyle Van Noy? You and and maybe, just maybe, if Detroit decides that Trey Flowers isn't the answer, maybe they make a trade, and Brian Flores brings Trey Flowers down to Miami. I, I don't. Mean, I don't know about any of that. There's possibilities. I think. I think I can already see this team being better next year. Detroit or Miami? Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think they're going to be. I mean, they're not going to all of a sudden go to twelve and four and be a playoff team. But you're talking about a team that just looked like one of the worst teams in NFL history the first half of the season. I think they're going to be functional next year. They just rewarded Devontae Parker. They said, you're having a breakout year. You're playing in spite of our ups and downs and our trying to get better. Here's a contract extension. More money. We want you part of the future. We're not going to trade you. And now you have to build on top of that. What do you need? 
We know what they need. They need a starting quarterback. So it all depends on how they want to expedite that. Teddy Bridgewater. Whether it's Teddy Bridgewater or you go in a draft. You got to decide what you're going to do. All right, but for the Lions, I like what they're doing. I like where they're going. It's the quarterback situation that they need to resolve. They need to know if Drew, um, Matthew Stafford is going to be their quarterback next year because it's all on next year. Because if not, you're not going to go into the Lions are not going in the draft to get a, a quarterback. No, definitely not. So they you need go to go for defense. Oh yeah, they'll go for defense if if if. I won't dig too deep into it, but if, if Chase Young is there at their position, they'll go get him. I doubt it. I, I doubt it, too, because I don't think they'll have the number two no. the number two pick. But if if Chase Young is there, there's a couple of good linebackers that are um, top ten that might be uh, viable, or there is a couple of offensive linemen that are really good. Obviously, one's from Alabama. I think there's one from LSU. There's – Good prospects if they want to protect their quarterback, but they need to decide if is their quarterback the answer. I don't know. And you're not gonna you're gonna go in the season with David Block? You're gonna go in the season with Jeff No, no, Just, no. If the if Stafford can't play to be starting next season, they'll they'll make a change. They'll well, go they somewhere to, else. They need to find Yeah, they're not gonna go in the season with him. No way. Because this is it. Otherwise you're conceding, you're done. No, they'll they'll figure something out. I mean yeah, there's there's no way they go in with David Block as as the quarterback. I just like the fact that they're they're the Ford family is is telling them you have next year, right. but we need results next year. We or need we're we on. need to see something. I kn- and and they have to be realistic. You're in a division with Aaron Rodgers. You're in a division with a Chicago Bears defense. And you're in a division, regardless of how we all feel about him. Kirk Cousins, a highly capable quarterback with a very productive running back. And two and of the best two, receivers in football. Right. And a defensive-minded uh, head coach who can take a defense and make it better than what it is. Yep. So it's a tough, tough division. But you have winnable games on the schedule. And you have a team that's bet your, – your quarterback, if you had him, is better than Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Stafford? Yes. Oh, absolutely. So you should be beating Stafford's the Bears. Stafford's better right now than Mitchell Trubisky. You should be beating the Bears. But you should probably beat the Bears regardless because they stink on offense. Well, they can't score, I mean. But they scored against the, the Lions. No, the Lions can't score. Oh, they couldn't score against the Bears, so it didn't matter. But I, I'll, I'll say, I think I'll close with this. The Lions need to improve. They need to be above 500 because if they don't make 500, both of those two guys are gone. I'll go one better. I think they need to make the playoffs. You think so? They need – They need. doesn't have to be a division. doesn't have to be a bye week. doesn't have to be a top two spot. They need a wild card. They need a wild card at least. They need – and I think even if Stafford gets hurt again because at this point, I don't know. I don't know if it's just been the same thing that wasn't uh, dealt with correctly or – if this is going to start being a reoccurring thing with him, then I think they'll need to move on from him. But even if he is hurt again and, and they end up going, you know, four and 12, it'll still be it for Patricia and Quinn. Oh yeah. But if people stay healthy and you have Galladay with another year, and I'm not sure where Jones's situation is, but maybe Jones is back, carry on Johnson. 
a lot of talent on that offense that isn't producing like it should be, but with Stafford back, they could. If you work on that defense in the offseason, that's a team that could go 10-6, and 11-5, maybe get a wild card. Yeah. Especially it's, in that it's, division. It's possible. And there's enough teams out there that are going to have some turnover. And every year is different. You don't know if, if, if Aaron Rodgers in week two is going to get injured. Right, absolutely, right. You don't – you can't I, – I can't imagine. We have f- five teams, double-digit uh, wins in the NFC. I mean, that's crazy. You could have t- two to three teams with 13 wins. It's It's insane. I don't think it's going to be like that every year. No, definitely not. And you don't know what the injury situation will History's happen. History has proved that. Right. And the injury situation can always change next year. Um, retirements are always a factor. You don't know where everyone's going to be. Free agency may may put a monkey wrench into a couple people's plans. But you're the Detroit, Detroit Lions. You haven't been in the playoffs for the better part of two decades now. I thought they made it one year, right? Uh, it's It's... You haven't won a playoff game. Never won, no. They've never won a playoff game. So you need you need to you need to have a plan for Matt Stafford. You need to have a backup plan because you're not going to the Ford family next year when you're three and eight and saying, Hey, we lost our quarterback again. They're gonna say, Hey, you didn't have a backup plan. You should have planned for this, exactly right. Because David we know David Bloggs not the answer. No. He was a nice little Story on Thanksgiving. He's clearly not the answer because he's now getting his clock cleaned. Jeff Driscoll is not the answer. No. Multiple multiple attempts at being a starting quarterback have proven that. You need to invest a little bit in a backup quarterback, which, which stinks. But because of your quarterback situation, you need, to, you need to make sure you have a backup plan. That's just the way it is. I don't know what you do. Uh, we can dive into that another day, but you need to have a plan because if you don't, you're out. Both of you, gone next season. And with that, we are going to wrap up episode 20. Thank you very much for listening. Please let us know your thoughts and opinions, whether it be on my terrible banker tank effort. Yes. What do you think of the Josh Gordon situation? Where Drew Brees stands? You know, should Peyton have left him in or not? Or anything else on your mind? And Ben, how can they do that? Well, you can go on Facebook. Um, ben and Chris Talk Football. That'll, that's where you'll go to do your Banker Tank picks when I post the Banker Tank uh, post on Friday. So get yourself ready for that. Uh, I'd like to see more involvement this week. We're going to shoot for six people, I'm going to hope. Uh, you can also get us on Twitter at Ben Chris Talk FO one and also on Instagram, Ben underscore Chris Talk Football. All right, that's gonna do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you right back here Friday morning. Thank you.